The problem is that so many of you have these internal biases, these flaws, these illusions, these wishes, these hopes, these dreams, these goals that you bring into the market, that you imprint in how you see price action, how you see opportunities. And that's the stuff that's really dangerous. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin the New Trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin the New Trader shares his journey with you. One thing that I took away from the book is that what you think the problem is, is never really the problem. It's always deeper <laughs> than what you think it is. Why is that the case? Why do we only see what's on the surface, but we ignore, you know, those, li those many little things that are wrong with us? <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it's, it's sort of twofold. One is a general societal way of problem solving, you know, People just, they, they, they sort of see what they see and then want to solve it. I mean, you can see it in politics, right? You can see it. I mean, even like, like a global warming kind of thing. Like, all right, well, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to just start to capture carbon from the sky and stick it in the ground. Like, well, it's just, you're kind of dealing with the symptoms. You're not getting at the root of the issue, which is, you know, on the consumption side. I'm not going to go into all that, right? But I think general problem solving tends not to look at causality. It tends to look at the byproduct and try to solve the byproduct. Number two, I, I don't know about you, but I grew up as a guy not really thinking too much about my emotions, <laughs> not really, you know, saying that it's it's like manly to uh, think about this stuff and and to, to look at it practically. You know, it was more of a just suck it up. I mean, I, I don't care that you're scared to go up to bat against the guy, you know, 13 years old. I was 4'11", you know, facing a, a, a pitcher that was 6'3", throwing you know, 80 miles an hour. Like, I don't care that you're scared, suck up and do it. And you and you do, right? And that you you find a way, you find a way, right? And that's there's nothing inherently wrong with that mentality. But for many people, especially traders, right? When you're working independently, you don't have a coach who's there kind of helping to motivate you day to day, who can kind of get you through those trouble spots. Like you're on your own. You have to have a level of integrity and solidness to your skill set that is just, it just has to be stronger than when you're on a team or you're surrounded by other people that can help. So you have to dig deeper to understand why you are reacting with FOMO and anger and, you know, overconfidence, these situations, and then kind of solve it. So just to me, it's just a change in problem solving. And, you know, what I really tried to do with the book was to make kind of dealing with your emotions, very practical. This isn't about therapy. This isn't kind of psycho babbly stuff. It's just very, Practical stuff. I mean, look, I, I wanted to play professional golf. I did not want to be sitting here talking with you, no offense, today, talking about this stuff when I was a kid. I wanted to play professional golf. So I kind of, I, I say that because I, I've like learned the skill of, of, of psychology and, 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 you know, kind of working on these issues 
but I needed it to work for me as, as an athlete. And, and that meant being very practical and systematic, uh, and not just saying things that sound nice and even presenting, you know, good ideas, but that won't hold up in the heat of the moment when you are on your own trying to make a trade, uh, and trying to make the right one. Uh, and, and that stuff just doesn't work. So you need to get deeper in order to, to, to be able to do that properly. So when is the right time to say, man, I need coaching? I'd say, you know, you're either really close to developing an edge that you know works or you're there and you just kind of keep getting tripped up and you'll have a couple of weeks where you're trading well and then, you know, setback. And it's just like you kind of can't get out of your own way. Um, yeah, I mean, I really, I really, really don't like to work with with newer traders who don't really have a lot of skill yet. Because at that point, what we're really doing is like working on the personal issues or the or like performance issues that would exist in other arenas. So, you know, like I, I had a, a client who, um, you know, former professional tennis player, and he became a trader. And it was like, I'm, I was like, early on, he knew that there was stuff in tennis that was bleeding into trading early. And, it was, and so we had an opportunity to kind of work through that stuff. And, and, and that was kind of before he really developed an edge. And that I was fine to do that because the performance issues were known. They were well-known in another arena. And it was obvious that how they were affecting them in trading. The thing is, you almost need to be skilled enough as a trader to know where your skill you know, kind of ends and where your mental game begins. You know, There's a story at the beginning of chapter six um, on fear where I talk about a trader who was dealing with a lot of anxiety. And, and, you know, the pressure was really getting to him. And what we found out was, you know, similar to what I mentioned before, right? He just was thinking that the pressure was bad. Right? And, and, uh, and then the second part was like uh, another trader had, was dealing with, with some issues with FOMO. And it turned out the FOMO was really a signal that he needed to be on a smaller time frame because he was actually missing out on the way that these trades were kind of turning. And so, you know, our emotions can be a signal either of, you know, uh, the way that our, our knowledge uh, of trading is kind of interacting with the market, the way that our system or strategy is interacting with the market, in which case that's like your intuition, right? That's your, your, your emotions are helping you. If there's fear, that's maybe signaling some uh, you know, reasons to sell or to buy, depending on what your strategy is. Or, you know, if you're feeling kind of greedy, maybe there is actually a lot of opportunity. The problem is, that so many of you have these internal biases, these flaws, these illusions, these wishes, these hopes, these dreams, these goals that you bring into the market, that you imprint in how you see price action, how you see opportunities. And that's the stuff that's really dangerous. So you kind of need to be skilled enough to kind of know where that line is between your own bias versus what you're sensing from the market. And so, yeah, I mean, most of my clients, uh, you know, don't really, I, we, we really don't start working together until they've got, a, you know, 12 to 18 months minimum. Again, on occasion, when people have more experience elsewhere, we'll, we'll start earlier. What do you think is more important? The strategy, the setup or the mindset? Uh, out of the gate strategy system is, I mean, it's that, that is the game. I mean, I can't go out of the golf course and expect to compete if my, my, my skills suck. I mean, like the, the Dalai Lama is a terrible golfer. I mean, he's mentally stronger than everybody in the world, conceivably, right? And so, 
but he's, he doesn't have the skill. So yeah, you have to have proficiency as a, as a trader. You have to understand what your system is and how to, uh, you know, kind of navigate the market, uh, market conditions and regimes that, uh, you know, it needs to be applied in. Uh, but then once that is really solid, then, you know, the mental game and emotions will kind of start to take over. So I, I do think there is kind of an ebb and flow and, and that ebb and flow will continue throughout your trading career, right? There's, it's never like, it's never a hundred percent, you know, metal gamer mindset. It's never a hundred percent, you know, strategy or system. It's, it's sort of this kind of power meter and you kind of have to be a judge for yourself. And I'd say, you know, if you haven't worked on the mental side, uh, even if you are a newer trader, you can start to look for some of the issues that have existed in other performance arenas that you've competed in because they are likely to bleed into trading in some way, shape or form, right? Unless you've kind of firmly solved them. I mean, one of the most common things I see, right, is, is a successful business person comes into trading and thinks that they're going to, you know, just kind of kill it out of the gate. And what ends up happening is like some of the basic issues that they had early on in their career now show up again. So it's just kind of hard to solve these back end weaknesses until you develop enough proficiency to do so. So you've coached a lot of traders. What would you say in terms of their setup, their strategies, would their approaches to the market be super simplistic or would they be complicated? A lot of things on the screen. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think a lot of them it's at points in their career was very complicated. And then over time, they really do try to, you know, make it more simple. Um, I mean, I think simplicity either is an indication that you haven't um, researched enough, right? So you don't want simplicity early on, but you want simplicity later on. Um, there's a great Einstein quote that really kind of drives my career, which is you don't really understand something until you can explain it to your grandmother. So if you can't explain your trading strategy to your grandmother, then you know there's room for it to get more simple. And that doesn't mean that she needs to understand all of the, the nuances and the way, but like, can you explain it to somebody very simply? And if you can't, actually, that is a, a test that I'll often use with my clients as a way of, uh, you know, because sometimes you will lose confidence in your strategy because it's not strong enough in your own mind, right? It, it's, it, you kind of have to learn in, and become conscious of what you do well. And when you go through that process of, you know, giving somebody an elevator pitch, like as if it was a product, you know, or a business. And if you can say something in very simple terms in 30 seconds, then, then it means that you know something, you know, at a deeper level. And you don't need to get into that complexity in that 30 seconds, but it just shows you kind of at the, at the tip of the iceberg, you know, how much knowledge do you have? So yeah, I do really, I mean, it's a, it's a tactic that I use with my clients, like force them to actually do that. And so, you know, I wouldn't say that I would want to Going to force a newer trader to do that, like you know, six months in, but you know, twelve to eighteen months, hundred percent, right? It's a great opportunity to you know put together your thirty-second elevator pitch and to do it to both non-traders and to the traders alike. And how well can you you know communicate it simply? If there's a trader right now um, that's struggling, they've been on this journey for years, all right? They're not even new; they've been on this journey for years, and just back and forth, a lot of strategy hopping. Um, trying funded accounts, failing, putting money into the market, personal money, failing. What advice would you give them right now? And then after you answer that question, I want you to let us know where we can get in contact with you, where we can get the book and uh, stay updated with everything you have going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, first of the advice, number one, we want to look for 
um, any kind of emotional baggage that is built up from those losses and failures and mistakes, you know, it, it's it that that baggage just kind of becomes this like dark cloud hanging over your head. And it does actually increase the emotional intensity day to day, and it will make it harder for you to trade proficiently. So I, I do recommend, and there's a process in the book, um, I call the mental hand history. You can use that as a tool to help you to kind of break apart some of that older emotion, you know, so that the past really should just be an asset, something that, that guides you that you're using to trade better, not something that's hanging over your head and making you feel more desperate and more urgent to kind of make back those losses and to recover and get back or even just to get to where you want to be. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, it really is about a lot of, uh, you know, the, the learnings and lessons. So if you are making the same mistake again and again and again, like I said before, it simply means you just don't, under, don't understand what's causing that mistake. And that that to me is the most common mistake is that it's not not the greed, not the FOMO, not the anger. It's the way that you're perceiving your trading mistakes, right? That, that the emotions are not the problem. The emotions are a signal of a deeper problem. And they primarily are the cause of those bigger mistakes. So you just got to change your problem solving. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, like the, the, the farther you get out where you're not successful, very often the more urgent and desperate you become. And that's a dangerous place to be. And you're trying to kind of get the results without really using the knowledge that you've gained from maybe five to seven years of, of work. Like there's a lot there and it's not being used properly in, in part because those emotions can be paralyzing both kind of present day and also the, you know, kind of the baggage that's accumulated. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the advice for, for the trader that's you know looking to break through as far as uh, where to find me in the book. Um, jaredtunler.com is my website. Um, there's a lot of free resources on there, including a blog that I kind of update weekly, uh, monthly uh, worksheets that will go along with the book that you can use, uh, including a PDF companion to the audiobook um, and and a free ebook uh, on intuition, which is uh, kind of a companion to the book as well. Um, I've got you know a newsletter that I put out monthly. Um, I've got office hours, uh, which is a, a monthly uh, YouTube live stream. So basically, if you just kind of sign up for my newsletter. Um, you know, you'll get kind of, uh, you know, in that ecosystem and, and be able to download all that stuff that you need. Um, as far as the book goes, basically wherever you buy books, right? If you, you know, like, like audiobooks, it's, you know, anywhere you buy audiobooks. If you like, uh, you know, softcover or ebook, it's pretty much wherever you buy them. Uh, Amazon, you know, obviously is kind of the, the biggest seller for most things these days. Uh, but you also can, you know, get the book directly from me, at least from, from via softcover. Uh, and if you do want a signed copy, just make sure in the, in the notes, um, uh, comment kind of the comment section as you're checking out, just make sure to say signed. Otherwise I won't, cause who knows uh, who it's actually going for, but uh, yeah, jaredtundler.com. You can follow me on, on Twitter at Jared Tendler and uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Jared Tendler is here with us. The author of the mental game of trading, uh, just dropping some good refreshing nuggets for us as we persist on this journey of trading and becoming profitable traders. Jared, I really appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, till next time, me and Jared look forward to running into you at the bank one day, but you can't meet us there. You got to beat us there. When we pull up, you should already be walking out with a smile on your face and a duffel bag on your shoulder. All right, this is Calvin, a new trader, another episode of Forex Beginner Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. 